with Anita Vita. I am your host, Anita Vita, Master Medical Qigong Teacher and Healer. I'm so grateful and thankful you're here for another amazing episode. As you know, this show aims to amplify women's voices, have them share their stories so that they are a ripple effect of healing in this world. I'm so happy to invite in a really amazing guest. And she came timely because of a particular incident that I was a part of, um, you know, over the weekend that has been tender on my heart. And if you guys have caught my Instagram post on Anita Vita Rise, you, you would know what that was. And, you know, I want her to talk a little bit more, you know, about herself and what she does. And so let me just tell you who it is. She is a former sergeant of the Los Angeles Police Department. Please help me welcome Adriana Sanchez to the show, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi. Thank you so much. You made me uh, tear up already. So it's a good thing I got tissue. I know. I made sure, you know, that's a, that's part of the prep. See, look, where's mine? Okay, I've got it. Because we, I had, I had already um, a heart to heart with her earlier, just prior to us starting. Yes. And one thing that um, I love that you shared, Adriana, is to when you're talking about hard topics, there's no sugarcoating it, and that is, is that's so the truth. And as women, and as women of color, it's difficult to have the courage to really share our voices around it. And for some reason, and I'm feeling this too, not necessarily in this particular situation, but the shame and guilt from having to go through that because we're women. Can you share a little bit about, you know, what you've seen and um, in the force on the other side and really what women can take away from, you know, what we're talking about today when it comes to our safety, when it comes to us sharing and, and healing through our traumas. I, where, where can I start with this, right? Um, so I wanna say again, thank you, Anita, for having me uh, on this amazing platform. I, I think what you're doing is amazing and being that voice for all of us is, is just tremendous. A little bit about myself, if you want me to go into that. So I left the forest after 24, almost 25 years of being on, um, I left uh, on a medical pension because I actually, I think when you met me and we were talking, I was 
looking at having a hip surgery. And since we, since I've met you, I actually had three. So I was, you know, not by choice, but because God finally said, you know, Hey, you, you have to, um, hence take care of yourself and just look at different chapter in life. But I was, uh, that, so that's me. I was medically pensioned out, but my last assignment was a field supervisor, a sergeant in the field. But I mean, this, um, the topic of what you and I were talking about, do, do you mind if I share? No, please share. So we were talking yeah. about, you know, being held against your will, uh, being kidnapped. Uh, you know, I, I, I said to Anita, I said, these are, these are really uncomfortable topics, but you can't sugarcoat them. You, you, it's, it's kind of like suicide. I was told when, when you talk to someone that is in that, the state of mind, it's, it's not like, Oh, how are you going to hurt yourself? And you know, it, it, you just have to blatantly say, you know, okay, so you want to kill yourself and how do you plan to, to, um, to do this to yourself? And it's just who wants to talk about these things, right? Kidnapping. I mean, rape. Um, mm -hmm. they, we don't want to talk about know. these things, but we, we need to, we, we really need to, because we need to learn. We need to, our voices need to be heard. Um, please forgive me. You can hear my dog in the background. I've got this little, yeah. He's like, oh, I might need to put okay. it away just to let you know. But um, I, I guess I can say in all these years, I've seen so many things. And that's why I said, I don't even know where to start because <clears throat> I mean, everything from homicides to gay homicides to, uh, to the rapes, uh, the kidnapping, wow. you know, the, 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 the kidnappings that you're like on the phone with the actual dispatcher and they're telling you like, relax buddy they're they're telling you literally like this is where it's happening and you're there's they're on the line with the victim and the, this is like real time you know you're just like mm -hmm. i mean yeah there, there's been numerous times that i've been in that situation and now then you know oh. and then you talk to the victim right now you have those conversations with the victims of um of these uncomfortable conversations i'm not sure if i'm really kind of making a valid point with all this because there's there's so much I can talk about this, but, yeah, um, but I mean, really, I'm, I'm glad you're just bringing this up and we're, we're going to talk about it. So yeah, as women, as women of, like you said, color as, you know, the minority, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. absolutely. And I, yeah. I, I do have to say something about that. I sure. found uh, in my years that a lot of people of, you could say of color of uh, being minorities, they, they are the ones that usually tend not to say something about these things. They're the quiet ones. Mm. It's not until something really traumatic you find out. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. I, I'm curious. Uh, why do you know? Why do you think that is? I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I was going to say about in my culture, you know, being I'm, I'm of Mexican Lebanese descent. I want to say it's just, I don't know if it's like this, it's like this food, like you, you can't say something, you know, it's like crying, you can't cry or yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. I really don't know. I, I don't know. And it's, it's so hard to talk to some of these victims sometimes and let them know that, you know, this we're here to help you. And if, and if you don't tell us there's going to be another victim, you right. know, I mean, really, that's really what it is. Yeah. I, I don't know why that we're, we're so quiet. I think we're just brought up like that really like if, um go like ahead with, i was gonna say like with rape you know it's like don't say anything you know it happened and let it go and you're supposed to suck it up hmm. right yeah 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 
It's almost um, what I'm recognizing in my culture um, growing up Filipino is, because I'm Filipino descent, is for some reason, um, and I don't speak for everybody, but it's yes. like we want to show up in the world as like almost untarnished. <laughs> you know, like there's guilt and shame that comes from looking the way you look, having the grades that you need, marrying the right person, the type of money and the type of career you should have, like this surface level, kind of like this painted on facade, uh, painted on picture of who of representing ourselves. And yeah. that for some reason, um, if you say something that looks bad. And so there's this shame of feeling like, oh, this happened to me. So as I'm hearing people's stories, it's like, well, are you upset I posted about that? Or are you upset that people would find out that it's you? Because I kept it anonymous. Interesting. That's really interesting that you say. Uh, I, I think a lot of it has to do with shame. You said it. You said it. I, I think a lot of it's an embarrassment, embarrassing yourself, the family. Um, yeah, that's huge, I believe. I really believe that's really huge. Yeah. I, I want to hear a little bit more around the mindset and the prep to even go through what you go through in, <laughs> in dedicating service for 25 years. Um, but wow. before we get in, before we get yeah. into it, we're just going to take a quick break and to just honor and be, uh, just give gratitude to our sponsors for today. So just, um, just sit back for a moment. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Sounds good. Rose Buato and Jennifer Redondo Marquez are the founders and co-authors of In Her Purpose, 40 Principles of Asian Women Redefining Success on Their Own Terms. These are true stories of women who took different career paths ranging from fashion to art to entertainment to entrepreneurship and many more. Rose and Jen embarked on the In Her Purpose project to advocate for women, to feed and fuel the future generation, and to help women define and live out their life's purpose. What's up, family? I am Anita Vita, Master Medical Qigong teacher and healer. I believe that nurses deserve to be nurtured as much as they give. As a high-performing woman myself, I coach women how to overcome chronic gut pain so that they have total freedom in their life through the practice of medical Qigong. In 2011, while working as a nurse in the post-anesthesia unit, I experienced severe burnout and it expressed itself as IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. Discovering this practice allowed me to eradicate this gut disease completely and naturally through meditation alone. The slow mindful movements of medical Qigong are potent and transformational recalibrating your cellular structure by cultivating your body's natural energy and healing source called Qi. Today I coach and empower women to achieve the same result through private and group programs, workshops and retreat experiences to awaken you to your truth and be the highest version of yourself. If you're still in pain, you've tried everything and you're sick and tired going from doctor to doctor with only prescriptions and strict diets as solutions, fear no more my friend because you have found me. Send me a message right now at anita at nacionvita.com and we'll get you to rise out of that pain guaranteed. So getting back to my question with the preparation that it took, like your mindset, your emotions to continue to do the work that you were doing for 25 years, what was that like for you? 
Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I apologize. Oh. I'm just thinking about all the stuff that I went through. Um, there was a time when I actually questioned why I was put to do that. <laughs> and um, sorry, there's Ranger. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was uh, it was super hard, Anita. I actually. I think I had four years on. I was wondering, like, I'm around people that are not only, like, just hurtful outside, but even in their own department. I mean, I, I, I don't want to say that, but even in my own department, I was finding jealousy and just, you know, wow. things that were happening. And I literally just questioned myself. I questioned God. It wasn't until I literally talked to one of my sisters and I said, you know what? I, I need um, I need to get away. I need to figure this out. Um and she said, go, go find yourself 80, go, go on a retreat, go. And I'm thinking, you know what? That's exactly what I've been envisioning. I've been envisioning water, rocks, red rocks. Um, so my first trip literally, uh, <clears throat> and I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll let you know, like about the whole Academy experience and all that stuff, because that's where your mindset starts. But, uh, four years into, you know, being a police officer, I found myself going on retreats and just, you know, starting to learn about meditation to be mindful about what was happening in my, in my body, processing all these things, good and bad. I mean, that's, that's really where my journey started because of all the stuff that I saw early on and fast forward. Now, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, I said, I, I was, I became a Reiki practitioner and now I'm a Reiki master. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. In 2016, I actually decided to finally get my, my master, you know, become the Reiki uh, master. But I, I felt like wow. even before I did all that stuff, yeah, I felt like I was already doing it without having mm. to like have that certificate certification saying like, Oh, now you're certified. I just, I went through that extra step, but I, I already was, I was, I found myself already doing that. I was already healing, you know, not only myself, but I was healing the people around me because of the, the situations I was put in. I mean, literally people would, would ask me like, what, what just happened here? Like that guy should have been dead or he should have just, but you came and, and it was like master yoga. They would call me, I've got so many names. I like yoga, <laughs> yogi, um, all these, but well, so Going back to what you know, how you said about the whole, and I'm sorry I got emotional because I was just no, thinking like, don't it's, apologize. It's a journey, you know, it's such an amazing journey, a uh, uh, a challenging journey. But I knew, I knew early on, even in the academy and before the academy, like you have to have that mindset. And I thought, do I have that mindset? Do I have it in me? I questioned myself. I mean, but I could tell you right now, I I, I wear my heart on my sleeves. I don't mind showing emotion. I don't mind. Um, I mean, there's always a place and time, but I can tell you, I think that the Academy really hardens you. Um, mm -hmm. it, it makes you this, not really like a, a robot, but they let mm -hmm. you know. And, and you can tell right away too, like you're, you're going to either make it or you're just not. And, and you know that by the first year that you're in, you know, out in the streets, you're going to figure it out. You're going to know like, this is for me. I can do this or I can't. And, mm. and even then you have, I can't say, I can't speak personally. Um, I mean, I've seen really bad things, but I want to say to the point where I've had partners say, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm out, like, here's my, my gun, my badge. Mm -hmm. I cannot do this anymore because of, 
of what they went through, what they experienced, what they saw. And then I've had the other, the opposite where they're like, they, it just, it changes them and it makes a better person or whatnot. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's just situational. Every day, I just, I literally prayed. I pray when I wake up, go to sleep. I'm grateful. Always be, you know, grateful. And every situation, whether it was good or bad, I I gave thanks to that. I really did. Whether it was a bad thing, the, the guy that shot at me and never got caught or, um, yeah, just... The, the 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 gangster unfortunately that that took off on a foot pers- uh, you know running when he saw my partner and I I remember telling Danielle I go he's gonna run she's like how do you know and I said I know trust me I've dealt with this guy sure enough he I it was the typical scenario two cops in a car we see the bad guy he looks at us he gives us that look and he's off in the wind right and there I am running and that's how that's how I hurt my leg initially I tore my hamstring oh so. my goodness wow but. I think it's just day by day, you know, you just, uh, and like I said, it's just really important for me to recognize even now looking back the stuff that I went through good or bad, just giving that, you know, just being grateful for that because you learn, you come out of that and you, you, you learn. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I've cried. (laughs) I've laughed and I've cried. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by, by you taking the initiative to practice and learn Reiki, did you host um, like like workshops with your with your fellow like oh, your comrades, no. or it was something you only did for yourself? No. So believe it or not, um, I haven't really shared with a lot of people. I mean, it's like new for you, right? I I think because I wasn't ready to, I wasn't really ready to, and they have asked me. Well, I can tell you this. I, mm. When I was in one of the assignments that I was in prior to becoming a sergeant, they, um, believe it or not, LAPD was open to doing something where practicing mindfulness and having, you know, officers go through some sort of training. And we were actually doing that for a while there. Um, we were bringing, what was happening is we had this course where we were bringing back recruits, meaning Officer, well, I don't want to say recruits, probationers. They were officers that were new out of the academy. So prior to them uh, graduating that one-year mark and then saying, okay, you're certified, like you're a police officer, but you still have this probationary period to pass, we would bring these officers back and we would practice. We would, It was just like an open table topic, uh, an, opal, an open, we had open tables, you know, talking about just various things about the experiences, but part of that was lecture talking about mindfulness, talking about uh, meditation. You know, we actually have shoes, walk outside in the grass. Um, and we basically said, look, you know, at some point you're going to have to find your own, your own happiness, your, whatever it is, you know, and I, I make a joke out of it. It's not really a joke. My friend's like, don't say that today. I say, I said, no, I'm going to say this today. Cause I said, I said, you know, what? you either find the bottle or the beach meaning you find alcohol for that pain and whatever you're going through, or you go to the beach and you find that sand and the water and, you know, all those senses that you feel when you're at the beach. So we, we actually did that with officers, but I want to say they still weren't open. They weren't Mm -hmm. open to 
really, really opening. And so if I said like Reiki, they're like, oh, what's Reiki, right? Like, oh, do you like, oh, you're going to, what are chakras, you know, and what's, you know, using your hands. And it, it was interesting for some people, but others, you believe it or not, there's a lot more light workers and you know, on the force. I know a few. That's it's, amazing it's, to hear. They all come together. We all, we all just, you, you find each other, you know, mm. you, you find, you, um, yeah, you end up finding each other. And the, the interesting thing that, um, I want to say is I had this one, I have a partner and I still talk to him and we always call each other partners because they're always going to be your, I call him your ride or die. Tom. <laughs> um, yeah. Tom, uh, he's going to hate me for mentioning this, but I'll just say Tom. Yeah. Tom is a veteran. He's still on the force. He's still a sergeant. Well, he's a sergeant now. But when we were partners, he had, um, you know, he had done his time in the army. It was in, I think, Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm-hmm. Did like three tours. Had gone uh, at one point, was blown up um, with a uh, an IED, an improvised uh, explosive device. So in other words, there was one in the ground. They happened to walk over it. So he was blown up onto a Humvee. He was in chronic pain. And I'm riding with him and he's telling me like 80, my arm is killing me, you know, my back and everything. And I said, you know, Tom, just, are you open to something? And he's like, what am I open to? Like, I can be open to a lot of things, right? (laughs) No, not that Tom. (laughs) Think about like, just think about being in a good place. And I literally just, I remember just, um, you know, my, I want to say like how I practice is not really touching people, but I, and Mm -hmm. I can't. But I didn't even have to do that. I just remember just closing my eyes. I'm, and mind you, we're in a, in a, we're undercover in this car, right? Together. So he's like, okay, I'm open, right? Like to what, right? He's <laughs> like so hardcore cop. I mean, I kid you not. So hardcore. And he's thinking, whatever, right? Like, I don't know what she's going to do. He literally looked at me. He's like, what the hell was that? And I'm like, what? He's like, what did you do? I go, what do you mean? He's like, I feel different. So what's different? He says, I feel so good. Like, I feel like a beam of light. He literally just told me a beam of light just like went through me. I don't feel that pain anymore. I said, what pain? He's like, my arm, my back. It's, I, and I just, I said, okay. And he's like, what was that? I said, that was you. Because remember, I'm just a conduit to mm-hmm. what you have to help yourself. I didn't tell him that, but I said, that was you. And he's like, how is that me? And I said, Tom, I said, I'll explain to you one day. So, but I guess you can say it's Reiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, so so that's just one of my stories. Yeah. I love that. And he was, cause he was open. And that's the thing when you're in, when it's, it can happen instantly when you yeah, remain open and he felt I mean, safe you know, around you. I think he felt safe around me because I was his partner, but I, I want to say that even when people don't feel, you know, they're not, they're not even open. You can still help them. I believe that. I really believe that. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you feel. You're an about incognito that. healer. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what they're like. What happened? What What was all this about? You know? Did Did I share with you that story about the the guy, the kid that went? Okay, so believe it or not, you want me to tell you this story? This is like a Reiki story. Share, but yeah, share the story. It's It's really okay. interesting because it's another of what Adriana did. So we get this call of an ADW suspect there now, meaning assault with a deadly weapon. So what had happened in, in a nutshell was one guy went to his, his uh, friend's house and he went to go stab him basically like, Hey, like you're, and they're in the same gang, which you don't do, right? You don't hit up your own, 
gang, you know, but he, that's what happened. So what, what ended up happening to the guy that went to go stab his friend, the guy turned on him and stabbed him instead. So now we have a victim with 17 stab wounds. So my partner and I are like coming up to this little, this scene, like, like a crime scene of blood of, um, the guy was literally laying there. He was green already, had lost so much blood. His guts were, were, I mean, literally they were, his intestines were hanging out of his stomach. They looked like, it looked like a, a pig's tail almost. I mean, I, I was like, oh my God, his arm was flayed open. You could see the muscle, like the bone, the the, the muscle. Mm -hmm. It was it was horrible. And now we have a girlfriend lying there saying, help him, help him, like just yelling at us. And we're trying to get everybody back, like, because we can hear FD coming, the fire department, right? We're just, so literally we're trying to get people back. My well, One of the girls was like holding his his arm, his stomach, like all the, the wounds. And I remember just getting down on my knees and grabbing his leg. And I, I help, I just kind of like put my hands on his legs and I just prayed for him because now I could hear the mom yelling and screaming and, you know, help him, help him. Everybody was, I just remember hearing help him, help him. And here comes FD. Um, they, they end up taking him away. We end up going to Holy Cross hospital. I'll never forget this. And now we're in the back in, um, like of the emergency room, but they had, they, they put him in another area where like, they literally put him on this ice pack, Anita. It was like, I guess to like stop the, the bleeding or just, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It was interesting, but he was, he was on like ice was like on top of him. I don't know what it was or what they were doing. And the doctors were just like, 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 like this, like, and, and Alex is looking at me, my partner at the time. He's like, what the hell, what the hell, Adriana? I'm like, what Alex, what? He's like, Forgive me for saying this. I, I'm just gonna. Do you mind if I curse? No. Yes. Let's use um bold language. I well, don't mind at all. I'm so sorry. He's like that motherfucker should have died. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he fucking ran from. And so he basically, this you know the, the kids are gangsters. You know they, yeah. the the kid that was dying. I forgot his name, and I I see him like so vividly. Um, he had a warrant out for his arrest, and so my partner that day was chasing him, you know, because of the warrant and never caught him. But that's why Alex was so angry. He's like that, that, you know, he should be dead. He should be dead. And I'm like, you can't say that Alex. Like, I, I mean, for me, it was just like, you know, the guy, yeah, he's, he's got a warrant out, but he's someone's girlfriend. He's someone's kid. The parents are just right there. So, but nevertheless, and then he said to me, he's like, what's that crap you did? You, you held him and I saw you like praying. And I said, nothing. I said, I didn't do anything. He's like, no, you, yes, you did. He goes, yes, you did. He says, he's alive because of you right now. I said, no, he's not alive because of me. He's not. It's not my, that's not my doing. Mm -hmm. I said, that's not my doing. But he was so angry, but he got over it. Alex got over it. But he kept asking me, he's like, what was that? What was that? And I'm like, nothing. I didn't do anything. Wow. You know, that was definitely not me, but the, he ended up surviving a week later. He was in the police station coming to pick up his property, like walking and talking. Yeah. Wow. I kid you not. It was crazy. That day was really wild. I ended up telling the mom he's going to be okay. And Alex was even more upset because he's like, how do you tell a parent that when you don't even know you're not the doctor? And I said, I don't know. Wow. Yeah. It's nice to hear. It was pretty amazing. Yeah.
but to have light workers in the force. <laughs> there's that light just workers. gave me new perspective on what's possible. Oh no, believe me, there there are light workers. You just don't. Um, I think because I always say, when they see you at first, right? They see the uniform and then they see your 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 badge, you know, and, and you see officer, mm-hmm. but you don't see Sanchez or, you you know, you just see a a uniform. So it's very different until Mm -hmm. maybe you talk to them or something else. Yeah. But there are light workers. There are. Nice. Yeah. I was curious. I was curious because I I often think, um, especially with what you're, you're faced with, like how are they maintaining to keep you accountable and safe to handle what you see on a daily basis, you know? Good question. Um, we do have, I mean, they have, we have psychologists that are, I mean, literally on call. It's, it's uh, our behavioral science uh, unit. So there are psychologists that, that we can talk to. I mean, like, and we can actually refer officers, you know, or people to, to talk to them. And then we have, you know, counseling, like the peer counseling that we're, that I was talking to you about that, that I was part of. So we are, I mean, there are things that the police department does have. And then there's also, they can refer people out to a therapist or, you know, whatever they, they may find. But really, I, I, I really like stress with my officers. And even when I was a, a police officer, like find your happy place, you know, find something that, that makes you, uh, puts you in that good place away from here, you know, mm-hmm. and find it every single day of your life, not just, you know, that one find it every single day. And people, when they hear meditation, right, they're like meditation, like, what am I going to sit there and um all day? It's like, um, you don't have to, um, you know, meditation's prayer. Meditation mm-hmm. is just being in, in your own place in that quiet space, call it what you want. But that's right. Prayer, meditation, alone time, me time, mm-hmm. take a walk. But that's, that's prayer. That's meditation. Find your happy place, right? Your happy place, yeah. Happy place. Would that is that synonymous with how you prioritize self care in your life? Is that part of your self care practice? Every day, every day. Mm-hmm. You know, now so fast forward. I think uh, we recently talked about like my new job that I took, and and even that is like God. You know, God just puts me in these places that need this love, right? Right. Now, this love in this hospital because ironically. I didn't know, but Cedars has this uh, Reiki. They actually have Reiki. Yes. Yes. I, I, did I tell you about that? No, I'm familiar. UCLA and Cedars is one that I know so, of. Yeah. So I know that UCLA does because I went through there. I actually, I know a Reiki practitioner, a nurse that's there. Mm-hmm. And um, she's also, they also do like mindfulness. And I actually went through a course there. LAPD actually uh, sent a, uh, myself and another sergeant to this course. And so- yeah, we did that, but I didn't know Cedars had one until they had this uh, last week. We get like this news uh, article every every week, and it, it was asking for volunteers. So they were they were asking like, oh, if, if anybody is a Reiki practitioner, we're looking for Reiki practitioners to help you know our patients. And I'm thinking, what? I was like, this is perfect, right? Yeah. Like I can actually. So I'm gonna. Well, I, I'm gonna meet with a head. Reiki master at Cedars tomorrow, but I, I put it out there to volunteer. Yeah. Volunteer my time. So I said, I can do it during lunch, right? Who needs to eat? 
Just saying. <laughs> yeah. You're such a fascinating woman. Are you okay? Oh, hold on. Okay. Oh my goodness. Can you hear oh, me? Cool. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. Perfect. Hold on. <laughs> I thought my phone was on silent. Totally interrupted me. Jeez. Hold on. Um, do not disturb. This is the first time. My apologies. No worries. But we're back online. I was like, what happened? She just dropped off the face of the planet. Um, so as I was saying earlier, like I, um, that's so nice for me to hear that how aligned you are, you know, like you're just saying like, hey, God's just putting me in these, these places and spaces that, and then you didn't even know that you can serve in this other capacity, which you've always had, but now like in your new space, in yeah. your new job. So I think that's so amazing. And Cedars is really lucky beyond blessed to have you. Thank you. Um, I'm curious, do they know that, do they know your background as a, are you as a security there or? So, so I'm, my title is security captain. I'm considered one of the managers there. I'm, we, we basically, it's a team of four and we do have a director. So we're, we, he's like the main director of security, but I do work security there. And I basically am in charge of like the officers or training and, and other, other okay. things going, responding to some codes like code red fire code yellow would be someone that's hurt. Um, either a patient, um, visitor, uh, uh, one of the healthcare workers. But um, aside from that, they really don't know. Little by little, I think the departments and people like uh, patient relations, they deal with a lot of just patients and nurses. And then we do a lot of VIPs there. We have a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of people that go to Cedars um, that are celebrities that are just in high profile places. So I deal with them and so, and we deal with this patient relations. And I recently had a, a meeting with about 14. It was a platform of 14 on the Zoom. And they had no idea that they just saw Adriana. She works security. But I ended up talking about my career. And they were like, what? <laughs> they were like, wish this is great. She worked vice. She was a prostitute on Sunset. Oh, my gosh. She worked gangs. <laughs> it was gangs, you know, and it was called Crash. And um, they were just like, oh, my God. So I, I told them, I said, if you have time, I have stories, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, so little by little people are, are I think, finding out like um, who I am, where I come from, you know, and, and it's always a it's always it literally is always a, it comes from a place of of, um, of service and purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, God, I, I, I kid you not. God has done or universe. Right. Right. It's just put me in these amazing positions, you know, for a reason. Right. Yeah. Speaking of purpose, what is that? for you in this moment? Wow. I just, I, I really hope that whoever is watching this knows that um, if you do see a fellow person in blue or green or whatever color that, you know, they, they are human and believe it or not, I say it like that because you didn't know that I, I, I was me, you know, I'm you, you've met me, Anita. Yeah. I mean, my God, would you ever think like this girl served the city of LA in the streets? No. Probably, right? No. Yeah. But we do exist. Like light workers exist. And I think my purpose today is just so you know that there's the light workers out there. 
and we um, we were put in those positions for a reason. And and just like I was talking about the kidnapping, the rapes, the suicides, topics that we don't want to talk about. Um, you know, policing is not is not a is not pretty. I mean, it's just not. You know, most of the people that we come in contact uh, are. I want to say, you know, they're not so good people. You know, they've done something. Um, and I don't want to say a good person. You know, I, I always right. see, I see the good person. I see a good person in everybody, whether you've done anything bad. Mm-hmm. They've made the wrong choices in life. How's that? Mm-hmm. And so now we have to be that person that um, comes in and, and does what we need to do as, as law enforcement. But just, um, yeah, just want to say that my purpose right now is just showing you a different light of, of, um, of policing and I guess who we are, some of us. Yeah. Me. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. You're welcome. What message do you have for women everywhere when it comes to, when it comes to having the courage to truly share their voice, whether it be, um, their traumas, or, or, you know, I know they will always share from that time, you know, when they're healed, right? You don't share, you don't share while it's fresh and you don't want to, you're, you're not going to want to, right? When you're, when you're on your story and still in your story, what would, for the woman who is listening and going through this, what would you, how, how would you help her navigate that? I would definitely say when you're ready to, what your what your what the story that you have to tell, I guarantee you is going to help someone else. And that person, when you open up that door for someone else, it's going to be like this ripple effect. But I encourage, I encourage women to, to know that someone's out there that's going to listen, when you're ready. Definitely when you're ready, and someone's going to learn from that. And you may have, you may open up that door for some, for someone else that is actually suffering as well. That's going to open up as well. I've seen that. Absolutely. Is, Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Where can we find you and, and you know, what, what else is next? How can we support you? You can find me at Cedars Monday through Friday. <laughs> Other, than that, Other than that, you know, I'm I'm gonna tell you, Anita, I'm so excited, but I'm I'm actually I just um filed for my DBA doing my business as yep, I'm gonna do it. And um, I'm calling it Heart Healing Hands Reiki. I'm gonna start practicing. I probably I don't have a lot of time, but I'm gonna make that time. You know, I don't wanna say I don't see I'm gonna take that back. I'm making that time to be of service to others. Um, yeah. And I guess you can support me like that or just, you know, drop me a call, drop me an email. I, I'm here to listen literally. Like I've, I've, I, they used to make, you know, this whole like Yoda thing and stuff. Even (laughs) I'm thinking about one of those, one of the, well, when I was working training division, my supervisor actually put a chair in my cubicle and I'm like, why are you putting a chair in my cubicle? Like there's no room in here. He's like, (laughs) you always seem to have room in your cubicle because someone always comes to talk to you. And it's like, you're like a damn doctor, psychologist, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, is that bad? He's like, 
no, but he's like, you need a chair in your office for all these folks. Right. And I thought, okay, but you know what? Like my door is always, I always tell people my door is always open. I'm, I'm always a phone call away. And I, I would love to hear whatever you have to say. Yeah. Thank you for sitting down with me today. No, are you kidding me? I, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. I, <laughs> I want to say one little thing before we, um, before I, I do end this, I wanted, um, I want to say a little prayer for actually a big prayer for the people that are, that are suffering right now in Texas because that shooting, mm. it's horrible, but you know what? Talk about uncomfortable conversations. Um, sitting behind me is my, I'm mean, not sitting, but there's a picture of my son kissing me, but I'll tell you right now, he's 14 years old, but I did not, I never sugarcoated things with him. You know, I never did. And till this day, if you ask Andrew Sanchez, my son, what do you do when there's an active shooter? He will tell you. He will tell you. So please, if you have children, moms out there, ladies, your your nephews, your nieces, uh, your your parents, you know, please tell them. You know, this I always say these things an uncomfortable conversation, right? But you yeah. need to know that it's a it's not one it's. It's not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. So just be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. Thank you. And, for that. you know, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Any, anything else top of um, top of heart, top of mind? Top of heart. I really just want to, yeah, just um, lots of love to everybody that, you know, and, and God bless you, Anita, for having this amazing platform. I, I was like, oh my God, trust me, I've been watching these, these, uh, oh your shows. And I'm like, I love it. I love it. And, and keep doing what you're doing because you've definitely inspired me. I think I shared to you, I shared with you what I'm going to do. Yes. So that's, and I'll bring yeah. you, I'll bring you back when, when that, that happens. happens, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. No doubt about it. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I really, and, and like I said, just be, yeah, be grateful every single day when we say we don't have, or we want, you know what you have everything here. You got him. That's big. You yeah. got everything. Universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're so yeah. right, sis. Absolutely. Oh, so. This was such a healing episode for me as it is for everybody else. I know who's listening in, tuning so. in, as well as listening um, when it goes live and also the replays. So it's I'm so grateful and honored that you get a chance to stop by on my show today Bye. and we're so so grateful and i appreciate you thank you i appreciate you you're most welcome thank you thank you mahal kita oh mahal kita <laughs> jojo taught me a few things she did you guys when she, jojo she's referring to joanna alba oh, they're joanna besties alba. yes um, i'd love to have both of them come on just to share, share oh. their stories they've been childhood friends right is From it since high school since junior high. Oh, yeah. Ju <laughs> junior high. Oh my God. Junior high. So, um, y'all yeah. are just a badass circle of women. I tell you every time I come to the events that they hold live at Joanna's house, it's just like, wow, her besties from like show up from like the core, like her core people. And it's just yeah. that, that really fuels my heart into seeing what's possible with friendships when you Absolutely. really cultivate and nurture them. So I thank you for being a part new, of that space. And new friendships. Like and new and friendships. And new yes. friendships, definitely. Yes, I'm gonna take Absolutely. you out to lunch. <laughs> I'll go to Cedars. 
<laughs> no, you come to me and I'll take you out to lunch. Oh, no, I already yeah. asked for it's not going to happen. <laughs> Thank Aww. you so much again, sis. Just hang back. We're going to do, you know, I do the drill of always hosting like photos and just like to catch up with you again. Um, I appreciate you for being here. Oh, and absolutely. I Thank can't you. wait to bring you back. I can't wait. Absolutely. <laughs> till the next take. Yes, till the next take. Yay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that, you know, Adriana's message has touched you in some way, shape, or form, which often does with everybody who I guess care. I'm grateful to have, have have her here to hold the space with me to talk about hard issues and not to sugarcoat them. And, you know, I dropped, she dropped so many gems around that. And I hope you all uh, had a chance to, to listen, to listen again and to take notes and most importantly, to, to share it to, to those who, you know, can benefit. So you guys, as always, you know, I really appreciate when you continue to support me, when you follow my platforms, when you share these episodes that bring value to you to continue this ripple effect of healing that I know and that I've set the intention purely for it to happen um, with my voice and with the guests that I have on. So I thank you guys for being here and I look forward to the next one. See you next week, everybody. As always, I root for your rise. Bye. Have a good night. Be the rise. You need to be the rise.